Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. I'm reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, in the New International Version. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, you will bear much fruit. But apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, so that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in His love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends, if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends, for everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love each other. If the world hates you, keep in mind that it hated me first. If you belong to the world, it would love you as its own. As it is, you do not belong to the world, but I have chosen you out of the world. That is why the world hates you. Remember what I told you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you also. If they obeyed my teaching, they will obey yours also. They will treat you this way because of my name, for they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not be guilty of sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Whoever hates me hates my father as well. If I had not done among them the works no one else did, they would not be guilty of sin. As it is, they have seen and yet they have hated both me and my father. But this is to fulfill what is written in their law. They hated me without reason. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, He will testify about Me. 
and you also must testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. Once again, Jesus begins with an I am declaration. In verse 1, Jesus speaking says, I am the true vine. Now, who is the vine? Jesus is the vine. Then he says, and my father is the gardener. Well, where is this vine? And where is Jesus the vine? And where is the father the gardener? He's talking about this world, that his father is the gardener and that Jesus is the source of life and all vitality, spiritual life and eternal life. And he goes on to speak of his father. He says, his father cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Now, these branches in him are Christians like myself and like you, friends. We're the branches that are attached to the true vine, Jesus Christ. But those branches that don't bear any fruit, his father cuts off. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it'll be even more fruitful. And so this pruning, these um, dealings of the Lord are sometimes not pleasant. If you've ever seen a plant pruned back, they look like they're being cut back to almost to death. But then new life comes, and it's the same way spiritually when our Heavenly Father prunes our lives from things that need to be dealt with. He goes on to say in verse 4, Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Now, isn't that true? In the natural, if you cut off a limb from a grapevine, it's not going to continue to produce grapes. In the same way, if we're going to be like Jesus, we must be attached to Jesus, the true vine, to continue to bear fruit in our lives that imitates his life and is according to his will and his words. Continuing the words of Jesus, no branch can bear fruit by itself. That's you and I. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Once again, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. That's you and I. And if you remain in Jesus, and if I remain in Jesus, we will bear much fruit. But apart from Jesus, we can do nothing. He goes on to say in verse 6, If you do not remain in me, you're like a branch that's thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. And so some might say that this indicates if you detach yourself from Christ— and reject him and go about your own business, that you're not fit for anything ultimately but the scrap heap and then to be thrown into the fire and burned, perhaps um, indicative of hell for those who reject Jesus. But Jesus has a way to the Father, and he loves mankind. He didn't come to condemn the world. He came to save the world. And so he came expressing his love in such a way that no one prior to Jesus had ever given this type of expression of love. And so he talks about this love in verse 9 and following. He says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And friends, I want to remind you, how did Jesus love us? He loved us by coming and laying down his life for us, for his church, for his sinless life, his sacrificial atoning death, burial, and resurrection. Verse 13, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. 
So that's what Jesus did for you and I, friends. He longs for us to be friends with Him. He longs for us to be with Him forever. He longs for us to be fruitful, to be attached to Him. And He longs for us to love not only Him, but that we would love one another. He says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And once again, how did He love us? By laying down His life for us. And so we should love one another with that same extreme version of love. Verse 16, Jesus saying, You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command, love each other. And so, friends, we're to be fruitful. We're to be full of love. We're supposed to be um, laying down our lives one for another. We're to remain attached to the true vine, Jesus Christ. We're to expect the prunings of God for the Lord to look on our lives and see things that won't pass through the fires of eternity and bring correction into our lives. And sometimes it, it feels like death when He cuts off those things that are not bearing fruit in our lives. When He prunes us back, sometimes it feels like death. But the Lord is only pruning us to bring forth new life and new growth and fullness of life for each of us. He finishes this chapter by once again speaking about the Holy Spirit. And I'm just reminding you that John 14, 15, and 16 contain very specific teachings by Jesus on the person of the Holy Spirit. We often ignore the scriptures about the Holy Spirit because we focus on the fact that he speaks of Jesus, that his primary function is not to talk about himself, but to talk about Jesus. But here, Jesus speaks about the Holy Spirit. In verse 26, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Holy Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Now, this Advocate, this word that comes, this is that word paraclete or parakletos. It appears four times in John 14, 15, 16 in reference to the Holy Spirit. The word is unique in that it applies to the Holy Spirit many attributes that are unusual in that he has them all at the same time. It has the implication of comforter, advocate, intercessor, guide, counselor, one who strengthens, one who stands by our side, a defense attorney. All of these words together explain the full meaning. None of them alone are adequate to contain the full word, meaning of the word paraclete or parakletos. So when Jesus used this word, this is a God word. There are several in the Bible that um, uniquely convey attributes of God. And this is conveying attributes of the Holy Spirit who was to come. And notice his function is to testify and bear witness to Jesus. He's going to testify to us and testify to the world and emphasize the truth about Jesus. And because of that function, we sometimes ignore the fact that the Holy Spirit is God just as much as the Father, just as much as Jesus the Son. He's no less God, very God, than Jesus. And he's not an it. He's not an impersonal force. He's a person of the Godhead to be loved, adored, and respected and worshiped along with Jesus and along with his Father. But Lord, we thank you for your teaching about the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Jesus, that the Holy Spirit has indeed come to testify about you, that he guides us into all truth. He's the one that comforts us. 
He encourages us. He helps us along the way. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would keep us attached to you, Jesus, the true vine, that we might bear much fruit. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would help us to remain in you like a branch attached to a natural vine. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.